Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex. Today's date, it's Friday. First Friday of 2024. It's January 5th. Or January 5th. As it goes in professional circles. Just catching up with y'all at the end of the week. Hope that 2024 has started off treating you right. And in return, you are treating it well. I've said for a long time that if you take care of business, business will take care of you. So, if you strive to be a better professional, just a little better, every day, soon... Your professionalism will yield dividends. Every corporate cowboy strives to attain that state of consummate professionalism inside and out. I think a good professional is also a good person. So it also informs who you are personally. You don't have to be always serious. You don't have to be always joking. It's a balance. It's a fine balance. And a professional knows how to adapt. A professional is diplomatic. A professional is is the word I'm looking for emissarial or ambassadorial. Right? Some folks in other circles supposedly intellectuals Liberals at that might call it code switching. Me, I call it servicing the public, your clients, your associates, your network. You're not going to talk about the same thing with every person in the same way, the same manner and fashion because it's two different perspectives that you are trying to have come together and interact You know who says the same thing and repeats it day in and day out and tries to get others to conform to (laughs) how they identify? Motherfuckers who are not professionals. A good professional will know how to translate, how to interpret what needs to be said to the correct audience in the right way. Just like I am now. Sure, I could turn it up to 11, give you a bunch of $20 words that you won't be able to understand. But if I pay you in smaller denominations ones, fives, and tens, and I vary it up for you, tens, fives, tens, ones, tens, fives, ones, fives, you'll understand how I'm speaking to you. It's not just the words, it's the frequency, the tonality, the enunciation, the inflection. 
a true professional, a corporate cowboy, knows how to socialize. Knows how to communicate. Directly, indirectly, verbally, non-verbally. I'm just going off on a rant. I'm, I was just trying to clear a couple of minutes in the beginning because, you know, we can't cuss in the beginning. I'm, I am trying to monetize some of these episodes. So, as views start to roll in, I don't know if the popularity will also increase or if certain episodes or clips might go viral. You know, I plan for the best. But as far as execution goes, there's a lot on a motherfucker's plate. I try to get through as much as I can. But like an elephant, you can only eat it one bite at a time. You don't want to choke up. You don't want to choke down. (laughs) Today's question is coming from r slash career advice. Let's dive right in. They're asking... Why is it taboo to talk about how much you get paid? That's it. Just just wondering. That's all the body says. Just wondering. Now, this is a good question because it's very broad. It's very broad in terms of what it is they're asking for. Now, we could answer it from the perspective of an employee, an employer, Someone in between, like a manager or a supervisor. And that's what we would try to do. When we get to consulting, we would ask questions and inquire as to be able to collect information perspectives, different angles and incorporate them into an informed opinion so that the client might be able to consider it and plan their next move. Why is it taboo? Because it's money, man. It's money. Folks, are stingy, not stingy. Folks are shy about their paper. Folks are, um, what's what's the term I'm looking for? Skittish about their cheddar. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing, but the taboo itself, it's, it's a social norm, it's a cultural thing. Very few points in your career Can you be open, or I would even suggest, should you be open about how much you make, how much you plan on making, what it is you're proposing you should make to get a raise or to lateral or to increase your responsibilities, your authorities, get a promotion, what have you. In most every other area of work, 
inside corporate talking about compensation yeah it tends to be taboo not so much when you're dealing with entry level jobs but even then even then if you give one a raise and it gets around everybody's going to want a raise but you know that comes back to the manager or the supervisor to have systems in place that justifies the level that everyone is at. You, see, you like that. You like that how I came at you like an employee and then like an employer? Yeah. It's obvious that employers want to save on labor costs. Shit, in a perfect world, they wouldn't pay them a dime, right? It would be right back to the ball and chain, the chain gang. But, but, maybe it is a good thing that we have a minimum wage. It might not be a good thing that inflation comes along with it. Because as it so happens, with every increase in the minimum wage, prices, the cost of living, inflation tends to go up with it. So the money you thought you were making, you're really just having to spend it back into the system. You're not really saving anything. You're not really accumulating anything. You're not really putting anything away. Now, now, that is the paradigm that we as corporate cowboys try to push clients out of. We don't try to push them, try to motivate them. Try to inspire them. Try to have them advocate for themselves. And empower them. To create their own value. You see, you can make more than what the rate of inflation is expected to increase to. Or increase by you just have to negotiate it you have to be willing to to be sincere with yourself and evaluate your competencies your capabilities your talents your skills what it is you contribute to the workforce what it is you contribute to your organization to your employer and ask for it I mean, yeah, just straight up ask for it. It sounds straightforward. It sounds like a demand almost that because you know how to do all this, you are deserving of a little bit more or a lot of bit more. I don't, I don't know what level of, uh, of a request it is everyone else is trying to make. But you also want to back up your rationale with evidence, with proof, with justification for why it is you deserve an increase or some other differential in salary and compensation. Just like an employer might keep a performance review log or a file 
for you, for me, for your coworkers to justify why they pay you all different amounts of money. You also have to be cognizant of the fact that your talent, your skill, your ability, all that is worth money. And it's up to you to negotiate how much and and not sell yourself short. That's that's something not many people are capable of doing, right? Everybody can do it. Everybody is able to do it. But few are capable of making that ask, making that sale, closing on that deal. It's a, it's a sales skill. You can't be afraid of uh, a little heat. Wear some gloves. Get close. <laughs> and obviously, if you are that good, maybe not obviously, but but if you are that good, if you believe your skills, if you believe your skill set, if you believe your professional value is is beyond what your present employer can offer you, then you start shopping. Go out and seek outside offers to jump ships, to leave your firm. And you can bring those back to the firm as further evidence that you're worth more. Now, if you found a really good offer outside, why you wouldn't just go? Well, it's all context dependent. That's why we would ask the client questions as far as what their aspirations, ambitions, their motivations, their goals are and have them choose whether or not to stick around. You see, now that moves your value, that moves your, what's the term I'm looking for? Your, um, your necessity, not even a necessity, your, your preference, your desire that moves it from a request to a demand, effectively a demand. Why? Because you have another offer. You have an outside offer and the demand is either corporate works with you so that you work together and you make more money you get a change in position, in title, in responsibility, authorizations, what have you. You demand it. Otherwise, you have another, an, another party to attend. Another firm that'll, that will appreciate who you are as a professional. Another firm that recognizes the value you contribute, the value you are capable of creating as a professional. 
You see, it, it's taboo. It's taboo because both employee and employer, neither employee or employer want to go into their pockets and count out their pockets. But both employee and employer must go into their case, their briefcases. They must. Otherwise, the employer doesn't really have any uh, any real reason, any real excuse for not paying you more. Other than, I'm the motherfucker who writes the checks. I got the money, so I'm going to say no. And the employee would have no reason to, no justification for, no excuse in asking for more money if they cannot prove they're worth it. You see, that that is a professional interaction. That's transparency. It doesn't have to be transparency with everyone else. Oh, um, Alex, I, I make, I make uh, let's say, 25, no, uh, let's go a little higher. I make, because minimum wage is fucking $15, $20 already. I make $32 an hour, right? That's, you know, slightly above minimum wage. We're talking uh, a little better monies. You could probably live, you know, rent out in the suburbs and have to commute to the inner city. Okay, nice, nice. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're scraping by. You got a used car, a couple years old, maybe a decade at most. And you're living fine. You're able to set aside a little bit of money. Compare that to someone you work with who makes a minimum wage, who was hired at minimum wage. And they're not really motivated to work, right? I set up the first person as someone who's got something going on in life. And that could be because they have a foundation for professional development, right? Now, compare and contrast that to someone else who, who is not oriented towards effective professionalism. Who's unmotivated, somewhat lazy, disinterested at work. And when they learn that you're making $32 an hour, they're going to ask, why am I not making $32 an hour like Alex? It could be for any number of reasons, right? They might have excuses and justifications that in their mind qualifies them for better compensation, but in reality doesn't. They could say, I've been here longer than Alex, or um, I'm here, I've been here the same amount of time as Alex, or I'm in a different title, a different position. I, I'm in a higher title, higher position, because I've been here longer than Alex, I'm in a more senior position, right? And I've came across this before where a junior associate might make more than a senior associate, but, but, that's because the junior associate 
has the type of uh, portfolio, has the type of repertoire that merits that they get paid more. It, it warrants them receiving a higher compensation. Now that's, that's, if anything, the taboo part. That's because it's a tough fucking pill to swallow. Not a lot of older cats, not a lot of lazier cats, not a lot of entitled motherfuckers enjoy that feeling that comes up from, from inside. It's a feeling of envy, a feeling of jealousy, a feeling of, of inaptitude, a feeling of mediocrity. That they don't want to feel. And yet it's reality because reality is telling them. You're not worth as much as Alex. Alex makes $32 an hour because Alex puts in some effort. And the next performance review that comes around. I'm sure Alex is going to come to the meeting with some numbers. For accounts that they closed. Clients that they signed up with feedback or criticisms that were given by the clients and customers, other business partners and network affiliates, what they're saying about our work, constructive feedback, innovative ideas, creative solutions to problems that Otherwise, might have gone unnoticed. Alex puts in motherfucking work. And he is a nobody. Now you, you might be a no fucking body. If you put in minimum work because you think it's a minimum wage job. Especially if you start at minimum wage. When you, when you start at minimum wage, it's an acknowledgement that you're starting at the floor. At the bare bones bottom. And if you show up to the first day of work, yeah, you might be on time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have to show up five minutes early for work because I've got to change into my uniform and clock in. Okay. Yeah, you made it to work on time. That's fine. Some folks say early is on time, on time is late. I'm not a huge proponent of that shit. If my repertoire carries me, if folks know me by my reputation, I'll pull up late. If I have time. Especially if I've prepared before time. I'll pull up late and do it moving. Catch people surprised and unaware. Catch them lacking. If their head is not on a swivel. If they're not expecting Alex. They won't ever see Alex. Alex will just come in. Put in work. Bounce. Do it moving. But again that comes with a higher level of understanding. It takes time to develop that type of skill, that type of repertoire, rapport with others. Where, where sometimes, well, maybe all the time, you should be apologizing if you show up late. And then other times, just acknowledge that they've been patient. Thank them for being patient. It's just a turn of a phrase. Where instead of apologizing, you ingratiate yourself without the need 
to denigrate yourself. that to say be better 2024 is just beginning you want to go out there and kill it every fucking day even if it's killing it slowly you don't have to move like a hungry ravenous tiger everywhere you go because that becomes tiring that's a lot of energy to expend And just like you expend energy, you have to recuperate, recover, rehabilitate, rest up. You need to sleep. You need to eat well, drink water, take whatever vitamins and supplements that you need to stay physically healthy. Mentally, well, you've got to wrap your own brain around mental health because a lot of that will will dictate the kind of motivation the kind of inspiration that you put forth because it comes from within It's it's, it's a good thing you're listening to me talk because my words will go in one ear through your brain and out the other but what happens in between your ears, what happens inside your brain, well, sometimes you can control and sometimes the intrusive thoughts tell you to be a fucking professional. What would a corporate cowboy do? can follow us online we're on instagram that's at corporate cowboys with a z at the end we're on patreon we're on rumble that's the corporate cowboys podcast you can uh send us donations if you feel you can write to us also that's p.o box 3372 rancho cordova california 95741 and uh just some parting thoughts is um, taboo is subjective when you think about it taboo is a subjective feeling right what are the things have you heard are taboo tattoos drugs well I was going to list a bunch of other stuff, but it's actually got me thinking. Uh, There's a line between taboo and immoral. A line between taboo and just outright immoral and evil. So, consider taboo as being aspects of life that create Discomfort, not disgust, discomfort. Because there are, you know, things in life that create a disgust that we don't talk about in society that might actually um, 
have somebody deserving of the wood chipper or the guillotine, right? That kind of disgusting. But discomfort, what? For talking about how much you make on, on a given day, how much you make per hour, what your salary is, the next move to get an increase in your salary or how to negotiate for it. And these are things that should be thought about openly and spoken somewhat conservatively, but sincerely. And then it shouldn't be taboo. It shouldn't be so uncomfortable. But like I mentioned in the beginning, it's it, it, it can grind on both the employer and the employee. It can be a burden to want to talk about it. Not a burden, a chore. A chore, there you go. A tab, like It's not even a, a taboo at that point, right? I'm, I'm discounting the fact that it's a taboo. It's a chore. And some folks just don't want to talk about it. Some folks don't want to do their chores. Chores being your due diligence as an employer in order to justify how much you pay your employees and as an employee to track the work you put in that justifies how much you get paid. (laughs) All that to say, do your homework. Do your due diligence. Do better. Be professional. Take care of yourselves and I'll catch you next time.